What's up, classmates? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Culture Class Podcast. I'm your host for the time being, Akanji, and today we're talking to Errol Anderson, a Jamaican game creator. Like, wouldn't it be really cool if you could call yourself the inventor of a game? That would be so cool. I think it would be really cool. Hi, Errol. I'm super excited to talk to you today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. So um, before we hop into all things Popongo, by the way, that's the name of the game. <laughs> I like that I said that that's the name of the game on the on the class, <laughs> on the culture class podcast today. That's the name of the game. It's Popongo. Um, but before we talk about that, tell the people a little he's doing like a little. <laughs> He's doing his little t-shirt show off, you know? <laughs> Perfect. Um, but before we talk about the game, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Um, just a quick background of, you know, who you are, where you're from, and um, how we got to where we are. All right. Hi, guys. Uh, I'm Errol. Um, I'm from Jamaica, um, and I live in Denver, Colorado now. Uh, the, my home away from home, the only place I lived in America. Went to college in England, went back to Jamaica, came to America uh, in search of my piece of the pie in the land of gold, you know. And, uh, you know, pedal to the metal, always just try to work hard, uh, do what I need to do to try to help my family and all of the above. Popongo happened during quarantine, basically out of boredom. Hey, this is a good <laughs> quarantine, baby. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I play lots of basketball. Me and my friends, every Saturday, we play basketball and we sit in the park and, you know, have drinks, uh, chat, do our barbecue. And yeah. after a few months, a few months of uh, quarantine, we reached out to each other saying, I was like, check in everybody, you know, who's yeah. how fat, how, trying to figure out who's the fattest at this point. <laughs> <laughs> how chubby are you now? Yeah. And so we decided, we decided to get with each other in a park to just hang out. And while, you know, while observing the distancing rules, yeah, we could in a park. And so we, we decided to do that. And as we're planning for that, uh, somebody's asked if there are any games anybody can think about that we can bring that could some entertainment, anything. We can't play basketball, obviously. Yeah. And so I, I said, yeah, I'll, I'll think of something, guys. So I came with a, a cornhole board. I went and bought one of those yeah. and brought it. Thought, yeah, yeah, of course, right? I've played it one or two times before. I mean, I, I don't I don't remember loving it, but I figured that's, I looked online and that's the only thing I really saw that was available. So I bought one, brought it. $165 is what I paid. And it, that that actually means something. You'll, you'll see later. But I paid $165. You see my surprise face? I was like, wait, those things cost that much? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I brought it and two other guys played it for maybe five minutes. And, and then I, I, I was sitting there looking, thinking, so nobody, so I tried challenging somebody else and they said, yeah, no, pardon me. So I thought to myself, goodness, this is not okay. Um, yeah. Because $165 and two people played this thing. <laughs> He's like, I need my money back. Okay. <laughs> Amazon, where you are. That's exactly what it is. So I got back home and immediately went to my computer and said, I'm, I'm going to exchange it for something else. I want my money back because this is <laughs> awful. Looked around online for like a good hour and literally couldn't find anything that, that was worth. That was fun. That was good. You know? And so I, it was at that moment I thought to myself, are you kidding me? This is, this is it. Like, yeah. this is it. And so I thought, I'm creative. What, what else am I doing? You know, I'm working, <laughs> sitting on my computer all day. I might as well use some of this time to get creative. And so I yeah. decided to try to create my own game. That's exactly how Popongo started. Over the next wow. few months, I put paper to pen, came up with a bunch of different designs, process of elimination. I got to the one that I got, decided this is it. Mm -hmm. A friend of mine who's, uh, who owns, who builds uh, custom houses has a wood shop. So I went into his shop and I said, hey, I need you to plug some holes in this piece of plywood for me. Yeah. It goes right here. And he said, what are you doing? I I said, I think I might invent a game. And the look he gave me was one of these things. 
And I'm like, just plug the holes, right? So <laughs> put the holes in and he put up on the platform for me, like the cornhole kind of platform and mm-hmm. took it home and start playing it, see what my rules were like. And for the next, you know, so I figured, all right, I'll play this, see how the rules that I wrote work, make changes, additions, whatever. Right, right, right. Almost like a test phase. Exactly. First time playing it, I thought, you know, I'll play for a few hours, see what happens. I started about nine that night and at four o'clock in the morning, I was still playing it by myself. <laughs> That's when you knew this is something special. I thought I got something here exactly. And so um, after another about few days of that, honing on the rules, locked mm-hmm. it in. Then I invited a friend of mine to, and he was like, this is kind of cool. And and that's how Papong was born. And so, a few, like I said, a few four or five months from like maybe May to August. And then I put my team together. And next thing you know, we launched this thing in December 20th of 2020. So 2020, December 21, gone. D- December, it was one year. So that's the idea of Papongo. That's where it came from. That's what happened. And here we are. Wow. Here we are. So before we talk about like the in-between, right? When, when you and your one other friend played it and you're like, okay, this is something special. There's a lot that happened between putting a team together, probably like thinking about how do you mass produce this, right? And we're going to talk about all of that. But before we talk about that, talk about some of the feedback that you've gotten. Because I saw, you know, you on an IG live, your video has 20,000 views on YouTube, you know, where you're giving tips and tricks. So like, (laughs) what has been, you know, your favorite part of the response? Yeah, I didn't realize we had that many views on that video. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't really look at that stuff. See, I'm a, I'm not a social media guy. This is my telephone. It's a flip phone. <laughs> God, he, he has a, a whole flip phone. Like, he's showing it to me right now. Wow. Oh, yeah. In 2022, do you. I, you know what? Applause for that. Because it takes boldness and courage Thank to still you. have a flip phone. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you have to be, uh-huh. like, really bold. <laughs> Uh, so, well, I'm not really an online social media person, so they pushed. So the first thing that happened for Pongo is uh, my PR people and social media people started saying, hey, we need to get you some, we need to get you out there. And I'm like, no, 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 mm-hmm. let's not do that. Um, and then the first commercial we shot, I wasn't in that commercial. Another friend of mine, Michael, a Jamaican guy, I was just like, well, he talks like me, put him in the commercial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> put him in all the stuff. They, they were like, yeah, no. We need to put you out there Thanks. because yeah, you are the can, face of the game. Thank you. People like your product, and if, they, if people like your product, yes, but they will love it if they get to know you and get to like you. That was the whole yeah. thing. So I was just like, all right. So before you know it, podcasts and magazines, uh, three hundred three magazines showed up at our because I set up a factory near downtown, and my, mm-hmm. I I convinced my friend to allow me to use out this factory to manufacture the board. So they're mm-hmm. made and built in Denver, uh, which that feels really good to be able to say. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, this is opportunity so, for other people, you know, exactly created some jobs there and we started manufacturing them. And, you know, my friends who I introduced to the, the guys I play basketball, with a few of them said, you know, we want to try that game again. So I brought another one, another thing, and like they bought them right there. And then, and other people who work at the factory bought them. And before you know it, you know, just people I'm around every day at the gym, just talking about it. So I brought one into the gym and right there. And people I work with that I communicate with email with, I just send them the links to stuff that has happened, the Fox interview and everything. So they, so people start buying these things and they, how much they love them. And so out of the blue, People from just all over send us emails telling us how amazing it looks. And the best part was one lady who said that her son was autistic. Um, 
And he, she says he, he's just not very social sometimes, hit or miss. And she got up a Congo board for him because it, it she's, she hoped it would give him something to do. It, get to, it got him moving around as opposed to sitting down and being on the streets, which mm-hmm. you want that for kids, right? Right. Um, and she said, but it, also the hand-eye coordination, everything, it just got him concentrating on something. And she said, within a few weeks of having it, she said he was a different person. So she said, he start, he was, anybody that walked by, he wanted, he wanted to challenge to a game of Pongo, anybody. Wow. He's like, let's go. And she said he became a different person. Papongo became his game. And several times he had to order more balls because he kept on losing balls because he wants to play in the dark. He want, and She puts him to bed and he, she said, yeah, time for to go to bed. He's in his room in the dark because he doesn't <laughs> want to wake up playing Papongo. Like he's practicing his stroke, he said. That was the, you know, the, the moment where I felt most proud in the beginning. Yeah. And that just snowballed from there because now we were, and this is, for my countrymen, because we use the flags of the, the color of the Jamaican flags oh, yeah. when to design the game. And for those who don't know it, the Jamaican flag is uh, black, green, and yellow. Black for the people, green for the vegetation, and yellow for our amazing, beautiful sunshine. Um, and then the red, we uh, I included for our African, you know, roots, yeah. African roots. And then the blue, I paid homage to the rest of the Caribbean by using the blue for our beautiful waters and plants. And so those are the color schemes. I was able to help sponsor the Jamaican bobsled team for the Olympics. Wait, from like making sales out of Popongo game? Yes. That is incredible. So now during the Olympics, uh, on their suits, you'll see Puma, then you see Popongo. What? Round of applause. I wish I had one of those applause <laughs> buttons, okay? That's a big deal. That's incredible. So that's that, me giving back to Jamaica in that way was fantastic. And so, um, uh, and the, the coolest thing is that the, the four-man team hasn't made the Olympics in 24 years. And they're there now. Wow. Wow, that, that is, wow, that's chill. Like, I have chills. That feels good. Um, and so all the magazines, the Caribbean picked it up and, you know, so it's great. Um, so, and then next thing you know, Forbes magazine said that we are the best game that they've seen in a long time. Uh, You're in Forbes? What? Yes. And we're that on, is fabulous. And we were featured on the Today Show uh, as well. I, as, I heard uh, you mentioned Fox earlier fox came with their cameras and so on and so on so we've been in some of it's just been a whirlwind of media which it's not really my thing but i i Here's do it. it's about to you're about to be the face in fact I, you, it already is your thing i would stop saying that if i were you it was like media. this is my thing now you know <laughs> so, i just go hey don't don't talk to me no how I've been on TV, you know I still have a flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> Levels have changed. But hey, you see, your flip phone is going to keep you humble. I feel like I, I, talking to you, I feel like the fact that all of these things have happened and you still have a flip phone, it just goes to show the kind of person that you are. And I think that's what your PR team was trying to, to capitalize on is you're such a likable person. You're so down to earth. And Thanks. there's no amount of anything in this world that's going to stop you from being who you are, with you and your flip phone. And so people like real, genuine, authentic people. And I think that's what's radiating in the game and in your personality. The game does fit your personality, I, I would say. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Also, um, Popongo just sounds like a really dope name. Does it mean anything specific? Popongo doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I came up with a name that uh, I, I was looking for something that would be fun to say when you win. Yeah. And so it's an adult game. I made it for adults, but kids... See it, and I I designed the logo to kind of have that fun, fun. Bright, 
vibrant look that kids see and they're like ah so i built the game for adults but i was hoping to attract kids as well and it worked uh because when kids play it they don't have to win they just sink a shot and they yell out Papongo, which that's amazing so so Papongo doesn't actually mean anything it's just i want to come up with something that meant nothing yeah. that and you know, that's like easy the, to remember. And, you know, kids would be, it's, it's, it definitely sounds like you watch these game shows and like, you know, if there's a cue for something in a game show and you have to yell a certain word, right. it almost sounds like the thing you yell, like at the end of a, a round of a game show or something like that. And believe me, when you do win, to yell out Papongo is the most riveting feeling ever. Wow. So it's how awesome. do you win the game? So I, I saw the video, you do the cup. So each cup has a number on it. Yes, the cups have numerical values, uh, the cup colors. Uh, mm-hmm. The only one, so there are two of each cup, except for the green cup, which has six points. It's only one of those. So it's hard mm-hmm. to get that one. So basically, you so you have the color cups, but you have black cups as well, two black cups. The black cups don't have any points. They're called the equalizer. Now, the equalizer is what makes the game special and different because throwing a ball at cups to, to get points, that's... You do that's that all day, game, yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, so the, the game, you set your points to win at the, at the beginning of the game. So whatever you want to set your points, you have to set the beginning of the game and you have to score the, exactly that point to win the game. You cannot go over that point to win the game. So if you set score to 20, 20 is the winning number. Now... You're throwing uh, um, adults. So that's a combination of like whatever cups you get. You, it has to add up to 20. Yes. So you throw and you get your points as you go. So you have five balls each person and you take turns alternating throws until you get to winning points. Doesn't matter how many times you throw alternating points, alternating throws, get your points win. So you throw hit a four, that's four points. Throw hit a two, that's two points, six. And you keep going until you get to 20. Now, the black cups can hinder or help. You. So as you're okay. playing, as you're playing, the black cups can cost you points. Um, if you throw... And and you hit a four, then your next throw, you hit a two, great. You have six points. You're thinking, ooh, I got six points. Now, yeah. if you throw the next throw and hit the black cup, you lose the two. If you hit the black cup, you will lose the points you scored immediately before hitting oh, the black cup. Right? Okay. So it doesn't affect all your points, just the two, just whatever you scored immediately. So again, if you hit a six now, and then you hit a black cup, you lose those six points. You lose that six. Ooh, but, but again, it doesn't I'm affect stressed all- just thinking about that. <laughs> but it doesn't affect all your points, mm-hmm. because... So let's say you have eight points next round, five balls again. So you throw, you hit a, you hit nothing. Then hit the black cup. You lose nothing. Okay. So you have to get like two consecutive. Yes. So if you hit it, yes, exactly. So if you throw again, you hit a one, then you throw, you hit a two, then you throw the black cup. You only lose the two. Yeah. That's when it costs you points as you go into the game. It can cost you. You get them, you hit them when you don't want to hit them. Fine. Now here's when it helps you. So let's say you get to 18. Remember game to 20, five balls next turn and you throw and your first throw, you hit a four because now you're 22. Well, the rest of the balls that you have left, four balls left, you hit that black cup one time, it will get rid of the overage points for you and bring you back to the winning point. You get to yell out Papongo. It doesn't matter if you're 20 points over the winning points, hit the black cup one time. So if you throw those four throws, okay. the black cup, game over because you'll win it. Guess what? Yeah. So, so when wait, you- but if so, if you if you take out the black cup from the equation, right? If you're if I'm over by two points, am I just gonna keep throwing or if I'm over by let's say eight points you keep throwing and then instead of adding now you're subtracting to get to 20 no no you're just gonna keep if you keep hitting cups you're gonna keep getting the points but you're already going to lose so so pretty much at this point you're just trying to play to get the black cup so you can yes so if in those four shots you don't get the black cup you go back to half of the points that were set to win the game so remember you have five balls you have 18 points you go Mm -hmm. over the black so you go over the winning points, hit the black cup one time, you get rid of the overage points, you win. But yeah. if you don't 
if you don't hit it with those chances you have yeah. left in your hand, you, you, now go have back, 10 points. you go back to 10 and you get to come again, try to start again. So nobody actually loses until somebody wins. Oh, okay. Wow, that's really well thought out. Thank you. That's and really so, well thought out. And it, it sounds like a lot of fun. It really does sound like a lot of fun. Like summertime is going to be crazy with like... Yeah, you know. but, but the thing is though, even if you're inside the house, here's the cool thing about Popongo. The other games that were before it, you know, the other games that were on for 200 before, years. Yeah. yeah. 200 years. Uh, <laughs> Popongo is actually extremely exciting. If you, When we did a, a focus group on the games that were there, Cornhole, pe- girls would say, oh, it's so bro-y. You know, I, I don't really want to sit there and guzzle beer and play and it's so boring and guys would say well you play it because there's nothing else to play you just kind of throw the bag and you don't really concentrate on the game you just throw in the thing just to do it popongo engages you it locks you in even if you're not the one playing if you're the if you're watching you're like just over the counting point. points like oh no 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 you cheated it's too- <laughs> you're just as engaged and the yeah. thing about popongo is that you can win popongo a dozen different ways there's not one or just two ways to win there's so many things that can happen and so you know popongo is just it, it it's, it's and it can take you. It, you can play Popongo on date night. It, it's it bridges all the gaps. Yes, old people will play it. Young people will play it. Everybody plays it, and everybody has the same reaction to when they score and when they win. Like, oh my gosh! And it's it could be a date night thing. It could be a guys night thing. It could be a girls night thing. It could be a night with the kids thing. It could be out in the park thing. Wow, it sounds it sounds like a really like just you know watching some of the responses online. I can see why Forbes is like this is the best new game. It makes sense. It's engaging your brain. It is physical too, Absolutely. especially for young people. Um, and old, everybody really. Um, Absolutely. I can see I can see why this is a big deal. So were you always into like games and activities and stuff like this? I did hear you say you play basketball, but. Was has this always been kind of like your motif? Not really. I play ba- I play sports. Um, it's funny I say I play sports because Cornhole has a televised tournament on ESPN. And if they do, I'm very, I'm very excited about the future of the Pongo is Cornhole has a televised tournament. But I play sports, but I, I was never into like games like that. I mean, I'll... I, a game like Popongo, I would be into because it challenges my skill. It challenges my hand-eye coordination. It makes me competitive. I would do that. I play basketball, you know. Um, so I play sports, but into games, if I have to sit still and kind of do something, I'll do it. But it's not okay. You know, so wow. I, yeah, so I'm not a no, I I didn't plan or had any, you know, aspirations towards inventing a game. It literally just happened and I just rolled with it. Some of the best things in life don't happen because we plan them to happen. Yeah. They just come exactly. out of us being humans and, and living exactly. life and going <laughs> exactly this is exactly. amazing it's actually making me think of um a lot of times people you know we go through a phase in our lives where we're trying to make ourselves useful right it's like okay what have i done what's the impact that i'm going to live in, leave in the world and, and what's the big thing that i'm going to do that's going to be a legacy you know whether it's for my family or for the world whatever people always constantly think if you're growing you're thinking about this on some level and if you're not well good for you mm-hmm. tell me how you can stop doing that um but, you know, and sometimes people think you have to go to school a lot. You have to, you know, do all these like incredibly um, intellectual things. And sometimes if you're just paying attention to the things that you're doing in your day to day, that can be the difference that you're looking for in the world. And I think this is an incredible story of how how that how true that can be. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. Wow. 
Okay, so future of Popongo. Talk to me. I already heard you say tournament. Well, um, you, uh, Popongo is given... What What I love most about Popongo is that through Popongo, Popongo hopefully will be a, a, a staple in human existence 200 years from now. Yes. So when you talk about legacy, it's a big deal for me to think that because I've done something for my... So Jamaica is known for our athletes, our food, mm-hmm. our music, our culture. Uh, we... I, as far as I know, and if somebody can correct me on that, please do. But as far as I know, no Jamaican has ever created or invented something like a game that is has worldwide recognition. So adding to our legacy in that way is a big deal for me and yeah. my family one. And not only that, but, you know, to come out of the Caribbean, just the same. I like to give props to the Caribbean as well, you know. Um, and uh, nobody's done that as far as I know. So that's a big deal. But to be able to say that I did something that brings happiness yeah. and memories and of good times and, you know, meeting the neighbors for the first time or beating your big brother at a game for the first time and Popongo brought it into your household. I did that. That feels fantastic. Not a lot of people can say that their job did that. Um, And so uh, that's a big deal for me. But moving forward with Popongo, I have a lot of plans for Popongo, including um, we have an app coming out in a couple of months. The app will be on your phone virtually augmented and you get to play it on your phone just like the physical game and you click it out. But we're also going to have the it on VR so you can oh, play. Oh, nice. It's all about trying to be physical and, you know, do something. Keep up with like the times this. too, yeah. Exactly. So that's coming in. What I would like to do, what I'm positioning Popongo to do is create relationships with uh, some organizations like the Children's Hospital. Ooh, that would be, that. wow, that's, a, yeah. Um, veterans, veterans uh, of, of the entire country country veterans um and boys and girls clubs um type and by uh, 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 uh organizations where yeah. i can we can give back uh, a portion um a give back from our um subscriptions purchase for our app yeah. and so we're already in talks with um with the children's hospital and we're creating the relationships we're in the process of making contacts with these other organizations because i mean you know i'm from a third world country you know and i understand the importance of any help any help you can get and who deserves it more than the children and the veterans and those children who have Absolutely. less than Absolutely. And so my mission is to use Popongo to try to give back to these people. And again, the app launches in a couple of months. And for every subscription sold, we're going to make a donation to those organizations. So wow. that me trying to use Popongo for that is my mission with Popongo. Hopefully, I think, I, I think you're very well positioned to have like you said, a generational legacy at your hands. Um, I think you already know that this is the case. I think I can see kind of the confidence in in what you have. And you are correct that in 200 years, there will be people playing for Pongo. And then in the history books, Google Google Doodle one day is going to say, today is... Uh, it's going to write Popongo and the little Google Doodle and your <laughs> history. The story out there is going to be Errol Anderson, Jamaican founder of this, you know, very well-known game. I'm so proud to know that a Black man created this. I think, you know, oftentimes we get looked down on a lot and there's a lot of other things that happen, but it's always a joy when we are creating things that have um, such a lasting impact. And, you know, that's, it's a joy to be a part of that, even in a small way. So thank you for leaning into that. Thank you very much. Because <laughs> Pongo has potential, like any game that's out there, to be in every household across the planet. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, when you when you have a product to sell or whatever, you first thing want to identify your target audience, right? Who you want to sell mm-hmm. this to and how you get to those people. Right. What happens if your audience is everybody? 
See, that's, that's, see, but that's the thing, though. I was going to say, what happens if your audience is everybody? Then you just go to whoever the people are and say, before I even say anything, just take <laughs> okay. try to get this point. And then you want to have a pitch meeting, right? Because you'll be 30 minutes in and the people are going to be like, I need to take my jacket off because you know, this is getting so serious. And that's it. You know, like this is, it sells itself so easily, right? That, you know, it shouldn't, like, I genuinely think that if people can tap into the emotions that, this game could, you know, awaken in them. You've got, you've got yourself, you know, something that definitely is generational. I, I truly believe that. Thank you. And another initiative that we're pushing is to get these into schools all over mm-hmm. Colorado. Um, we went and gave, uh, presented a board to SOAR Elementary over in Green Valley Ranch last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of the numbers on the cups, to, you know, when you play, you have to do your math, right? So we thought, wouldn't it be great? Because I saw actually just, I did a community thing where I live in downtown. I did a community thing and saw a, 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 a young brother and sister playing it. And mm-hmm. I was just watching them. And the little girls, she was probably about maybe five. And the, the boy was maybe about seven. So little girl scored and she was tallying her points, but she was she was getting numbers wrong. So the brother mm-hmm. said, no, no, you had this and you did it. And he was helping her. She goes, yeah. She goes, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought, hmm. So then um, my team and I are pushing the initiative to get these into schools. And the first one we gave out to Sora Elementary last week. And the, the principal was there, vice principal was there, and the teacher was there playing with them. And every time they scored after every round, the teacher would say, help them add their points. And she would get creative with it and say, all right, let's not just add it. What is that times that? And the student was, you okay. Head, your head, yeah. They were sitting there doing their math the whole time. And that's, and so the principal said, you know, we pulled them out of math class for this. And this is way better than math class because it's engaging and they're moving and they're, yep. they're excited. Yep. And yep. so we're hoping to make all the connections we can in the city. We're working on it to um, to get these into schools all over because it literally could be a new, fun learning tool for these students. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then my uh, one of the team members said, but also this uh, the social studies aspect of it where they can learn about Jamaica, learn about other culture and learn watch the Jamaican bobsled team movie and there's the, you know, so on and so on. So yeah. I'm, I'm pushing it in every angle to make it be as beneficial for as many people as I can. Is it in Jamaica yet? People have it in Jamaica. Okay. But um, the, the, the problem is to get lots of Jamaicans and the Caribbean folks want it, but it's because of shipping. Mm-hmm. For if Even if Amazon ships something to you in the Caribbean, you pay a 30% premium. And so to get them to the Caribbean's expenses, those who are willing, you know, it's free shipping in the US, but you pay a premium to get people of bottom in Hawaii, Mexico, Jamaica, and they pay extra money to do that so that's a slight barrier but hopefully when the app comes out that'll change that but um it's it's in jamaica this much but with time yeah and the right partners eventually i'll get these all over jamaica and oh yeah i can always see a factory somewhere like you don't need to ship you don't need you're in jamaica you don't need to buy it from the u.s just you know go it's it's right there right within the country I, I'm I'm very proud of you. I I just met you and I'm proud of you. Um, so <laughs> you're doing it's amazing work. Uh, and you know games. Who doesn't love a good game? A good a good party game. A good kid exactly. game. And it's it, it literally it transcends everywhere. So it's, it's, I appreciate it's, that. It's fun so far. It's fun and uh, like you said, I'm leaning into it and <laughs> getting used to seeing my face on magazines everywhere and stuff. I'm still like, and my friends will come and say, I just saw you on TV. I'm just like, why do you have to tell me that? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, hey, look, I'm here for all of the growth in every area of your life. So prepare for it. It's not going to slow down. <laughs> the only thing, if you if you want something to hold on to, just hold on to your flip phone. Say, this is still me, you know, before um, all the that's, media. That's, that's, that's not changing at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's such a joy. I mean, it's such a joy to, to talk to you. I, I can only imagine, you know, like playing this game. I'm about to go tell my husband, like, okay, we need to tap into this new thing now. Okay, we need to be the next cool kids in our whole circle of friends. We host I host game nights with my sisters in law and their their spouses all the time, and we're always doing uh, which we call I forgot I forgot the name of the game. Oh, the not, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Are we, you guys competitive? Oh, oh, oh! The jokes live on <laughs> many months after. Um, well, I, can, I can tell you this much: you guys get the Congo. Yeah, that's that's gonna change that's the whole everything. night. Gone. That changes everything. Okay, I'm definitely into it. Uh, <laughs> I'm definitely into it. Um, so. I want to ask you one last question on um, how can people tap into this? You know, outside of getting excited and, you know, buying the game as it is right now, how can people plug into this? How can people support it? How can, you know, what can we do if you're just listening and you're like, you know, I want to support this? What, what should we do? Well, um, if, if, if you're, if in terms of person for Pongo, you can go to playpopongo.com is our email uh, website, playpopongo.com, the amazing t-shirts, um, and also the uh, the games uh, we have our own, we have our own distribution set up so you get the game in a couple of days. But also um, in the next couple of months when we launch our app, um, a subscription will be forty eight dollars for the year for the year, like three ninety nine a month is what it's going to end up being. So if as many support as we as much support as we can get um, with those subscriptions, I mean you're gonna enjoy, you're gonna love it. But that's when we are the the more of those we are able to get, the more we can give back to the communities, uh, the organizations that I told you about. So um, and and not only that, but you know, follow us on Instagram. It's at Play Papongo. Tag uh, tag <laughs> and tag, um, tag Play or Papongo so that you play, can always play Papongo. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the you know see, follow what we're doing. We're always doing fun stuff. Follow what we're doing. You know, show us some love because we appreciate it. And uh, and you know, watch the ride we're on because. We're, we're we're about to do some fun stuff um and and also you know you get to see the bobstead team there every time they do something they tag us in it so you'll see everything they're doing real time but also even leading up to the they'll see all the stories and leading up to qualifying heats leading up to the olympics yeah with what was on their sled and on their t-shirt their, their suits and everything they get to see all of that so you know in the next maybe embarrassing video as i do they might get to see that as well so <laughs> I'm going to ask you, um, so speaking of embarrassing videos, how is your, because family is always the ones who laugh at us the most for the longest time. Um, how is your family taking this? My brother and sister, my brother, my sister, my brother is still in Jamaica with his family. He, he, he loves it. He, he, you know, he's the, he's the engineer. He's a smart, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just a business guy. I'm a finance guy. My brother, he's the engineer. So he, he pretty much was just like, I'm like, yeah. and my sister, she's my biggest fan. She lives in Florida. She just moved to Florida now. She and her husband, her and her husband. And, uh, she's, she's, uh, her name is Dahlia and my brother's name is Marvin. Just in case he saw this and think I didn't. <laughs> he's like, I just, oh, so you said Dahlia's name and you just thought, oh, I'm not good yeah, enough yeah, for the yeah. podcast. He, I said to my niece and nephew, see your uncle didn't say my name. <laughs> 
Uh, but my sister just, her thing is kind of like, doesn't surprise me. Yeah. That's kind of her thing when it comes to me, you know, we're, we're a child like that. Our mom is just kind of like, kind of the same like my sister, like, you know, single mom raised three children. And so we're, uh, we're pretty tight knit, you know? And so when I do stuff like this, there, there are things kind of like, yeah, it, it's not surprising. What's surprising to them is that I'm on, um, on media. That's oh, surprising to them. Was? He did that? What did you guys have to give him to do this? Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, my family and friends love it. My friends in Jamaica call me all the time, just talking about it. How can I? So friends of mine have bought it, pay the extra money to get it because they're like, no. And then we're like, when you come home again, you're gonna have to sign this thing. You know that, right? Because one day it's gonna be worse. I'm like, I don't. Of course, one day you won't have people. You know, one day they'll be like, we want to talk to Errol, and it's like, well, you have this call in months in advance now. Okay. Worst case scenario, he still has his flip phone. It probably isn't working wherever he is. So you need to go through extra. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm gonna uh, figure out. I'm proud of you. I'm still. Sorry? I'm going to always figure out how to have a flip phone. <laughs> you are so going to have your back. iPhone 100 in your back pocket and your flip phone in your front pocket. They're going to come back. Watch flip phones come back. Oh, Watch. my God. Uh, in this Gen Z time, <laughs> I'm not sure about that. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. If the flip phones are going to have, like, holograms popping out of them, then maybe. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> uh, but, I, again, you know, I'm so proud of you. Congratulations on such big success. Um, congratulations on bringing joy to people. I think sometimes, you know, the big things like, you know, selling a lot of games and making a lot of money and, and impacting a lot of lives, that's good. But, you know, some of the, the more um, yeah. intangible things, right, that we are able to do with, with the purpose that we lean into, those are the things that I like to celebrate personally. So I'm happy that you get to make other people happy. And, and that's that's a really good place to be. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you saying that. All right. Well, um, thank you for your time today. Um, definitely, like I said, I'm going to check the game out. Please, classmates, do make sure that you follow Errol Anderson and Play Papongo on all social media. It's going to be all in the show notes. So all of those details are going to be there. Thanks, Errol. It's been such a joy. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. All righty. We'll talk to you guys next time. See you in our very next episode. Bye.